Alright. I don't know if I ever like my list. You no longer like your list. Yeah. Put my phone on battery save mode. It's dying? I forgot. That's on 23%. It'll last me for a while. Alright. So, check it. I got to get back into my shit because we lost some shit, but we are going to the Millennium Tour. No, we're not. Bro, come on. <laughs> I'm not going, man. I'm not going. Fam, why you being this way? I'm not going. Why you being this way? I'm not going. You tripping, bro. You know who's going to be at the Millennium Tour? 2019, nigga. B2K is getting back together. B2K. Mario, Pretty Ricky, Lloyd, Bobby V, Yin Yang Twins, and the the, might, the cake, the motherfucking the fuck you know you, you know it? you know who you might, you know who you might as well throw in there too. You might want to just put Immature back on the group. Uh, back, put the back. First of all, together. they way before this. Well, first of all, they ten years before this. First of all, my nigga Marcus Houston out here being the Jehovah's Witness, so he never doing. Yeah, he's door to door. Oh yeah. snap! Yeah. Knocking on the door. Yeah, damn right. Can't trust them niggas. No way. Nope. Fam, <laughs> we going, bro. And you think your wives ain't going to be with us? You out your mind. Boy. Why you doing that? <laughs> Why you doing that, I'm bro? I'm not going. Why? I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to see them niggas. Why? You don't want to hear bump, bump, bump one more time in person? I ain't never heard bump, bump, bump in person. I don't want to hear it in person. <laughs> that show probably lit as fuck. <laughs> nigga, I don't know what you talking about. That show going to be lit. First of all, this is their last shot. Anything, so they gonna put their heart and soul to this. To this That's control. what I'm saying. They got like one year left of good dance moves, and it's over. Oh my God. Only person who got a Emmy, Andy Pitcher. You know what, the, only that can, the only person that the only person that get me to get me in there is my wife. That Fam, the only person who get me once, in there. Once Candace and Nicole hear that Pretty Ricky is gonna be there, we are going. The ticket's going to be $24. You know what I do? We can pay, hey, pay extra 24 we get VIP. Fam, and you, and and you know they going to come down here all, after gonna, tax time, my nigga. VIP. I'm buying no. I want to see those niggas for real. I want to meet them. Nigga, first of all, first of all, my nigga, you know they ain't going to come until after tax time, my nigga. So I'm buying oh, they, all they of us. All of them <laughs> meet, meet and greet tickets. They's only going to nigga. Meet and greet plus I'm gonna do the regular like, ticket is going to be from thirty the 90s, bucks, bro. Since they from the night, I mean, from the, they from the early two thousands. We gonna make this real, real represent. What we gonna do? We gonna get the cop burn the CD. Oh my we gonna, god! We gonna hand it to him. Yeah. Like, yo, listen to my music. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, fucking right, fam. Oh my we god. going, Taz. You ain't got no choice, man. Oh my god. We going, and anybody out there listening. Y'all need to come with us. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> we can we can drink Mad Dog twenty twenty and fucking forties and shit, nigga. I'm drinking on forty ounce, nigga. We can we can literally oh do God. do not get cut, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nigga. Do fam, we can literally do all the stupid high school shit that we for one night and listen to. Music that molded us into being nasty niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Taz, come on, man. All right. <laughs> Don't be this way. You tripping right now. Yeah, you we, tripping, tripping. We'll see. Don't give me the we'll see, nigga. I know what that means. <laughs> that means fuck no. 
All right. So I got thirteen. <laughs> All right. All right, let's let's get into the shits. We know the order, right? Yeah. We we know the order of what the topics are. Yep. All right. So let's go into it. Welcome to Views from the Floor Podcast. This is Nico. Just cause. Oh, it's Taz. This nigga with the delay. We did it so good earlier and then you <laughs> fucked it up. Um <clears throat> one thing I didn't say the last pod, last podcast mm. that I should have said was uh how's y'all week, man? Pretty good. Or the last two weeks, pretty dope, you know. Yep, yep. What you do, nigga? Where you been? Jackson, Mississippi, where all the cakes be, (laughs) and uh, it was lit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was a wholesome person there. You know, I'm glad you was. Just threw a couple, you know, couple ones, and that's about it. Had a good time though. (laughs) That's good. That, uh, you know, Justin hit the group tag talking about, yo, mm-hmm. they got some fat asses down here. I, di- I didn't do nothing but just throw ones, baby. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, man, dude. Oh, Justin, with, Justin with somebody is oh. weird. I got to be all respectful and shit. Man, that's, that shit but she know, because I, I called her and told her, I said, girl, there's so much ass out here. <laughs> no sense. And the food was busting. Now I know why people either 150 pounds or they 350 pounds out there. It ain't no in between. Mm. It's either you little or you big. It's either they that- like cornbread <laughs> and watermelon or not. But that food is. Mm. That was like sleep every 15 minutes. I just everywhere. See, I just want to address something right now. I don't think I like this side of Justin. I like um, scumbag Justin. <laughs> First of all, she know I still ain't shit. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to change my life. I like ain't shit Justin. I don't like this Justin. You hear this? She gonna be like, you might need to change your friend. <laughs> I am a real friend. Uh, I like you at your worst, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, that's what oh that's what God. real friends are, right? Yep. God damn it. We love you at your best and love you at your worst. But uh, how was your uh, last couple weeks, man? Hey, man just working working extra days uh, here and there. That's trash, man. Yeah, when getting, you going to own that paid. building, dog? Mm-hmm. Or you want me to burn it down? No. Which one, Which one we first? We ain't going to burn it down because I, I, hey, I, got, I got bills. <laughs> <laughs> I do whatever you need me to do. <laughs> no, we good right now. Okay. okay. Just, my, my, plan, my plan is it's unfolding slowly. You, you know we know some people we know, that we, know we, some people. Uh, Max. Oh, my, I ain't even put his name on there like that. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> you said names. We going to cut that out. <laughs> Nigga. See, that's that's how you know Taz been in the church <laughs> way too <laughs> Yeah, you. <laughs> the N- church that took too much. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Nigga, stupid. Like, <laughs> why would you even do that? My bad. <laughs> What's wrong with you, I man? I don't know what happened. <laughs> you trying to get motherfuckers jammed up for no reason. God almighty, man. Well, they don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> they don't, but there's the some people out there. <laughs> The federalities are looking to this like, yeah, like we gonna get them niggas tomorrow. God, we better watch their house. Man. Hey, look, man, you cut my, you gonna find nothing but formula. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, nigga wilding, bro, dude. <laughs> man, we gotta get you out the house more, bro. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. You on your 50 cent shit. You snit, drop snitching by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> mistake. God almighty. Oh, All right, niggas. Let's, let's get into the shits. What, yeah, we got, what we got first? All right. Female MCs, give me your top 10. All right. This is going to be good. Let's Taz go first. All right, so my because you got some shit on. There. I do. I know. I, know I I do. I do. And y'all forgive come me. Come on, come on. Give it, it all right, me. so my one Pause. and two, <laughs> one and two, MC Light and Lauren Hill. All right, I think. And then all three of us here got that. Yeah, I believe so. And then you know I got this. These could be interchanged. I got Missy, Queen Latifah, Nicki Minaj. Look him. <laughs> Little fucking Jean <laughs> Grey. Oh, my God. Foxy Brown, the brat, and Eve. Fam, you got Little Kim over Jean Grey. I said interchange. They could be interchanged. <laughs> I still want to fight you for even doing that. You, you can. It's all right. All right. Okay. Who, who else you got? You right. got honorable mentions, I got, I got five honorable mentions. Right. I got Raw Digger, mm-hmm. Rhapsody, mm-hmm. Trina, Left Eye, mm. Salt and Pepper. Okay. You know what? Tess is a shitty person. <laughs> okay, so B- uh, go ahead, Justin. <laughs> All right, so MC Light, Lauren mm-hmm. Hill, uh-huh. Missy, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. and then other top five is The Brat, mm-hmm. Mia X, mm-hmm. Remy Ma, Mia X, Rhapsody, mm-hmm. and Yo Yo. Hmm. And then my honorable mention. Is Lady of Rage, mm-hmm. Gangsta Boo, Left Eye, Trina, Tink, Rod Digger, and Young and Me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did you have Rhapsody in there somewhere? Yeah. She was nine. Okay. Come on, Nick. Give me yours. Give me yours, Nick. All right. I'll go. I'm dying to hear what Curtis was. I am, but that motherfucker ain't answering my calls, <laughs> and I called this bitch twice. He had fucking no show, little bitch. Anyway, I got 15 on here. Okay. All right? So my top five is MC Light, Lauren Hill, Queen Latifah, Jean Grey, Nicki Minaj. Okay. Three through five can be changed at any... You wake up and it might be changed. All right, um, six Missy, seven Trina, eight the Brat, nine Rhapsody, ten Remy Ma, and then I have Young and May eleven, Tink twelve, Trina thirteen, Rod Digger fourteen, and Snow the Product is fifteen. But I feel like Snow the Product could be thirteen mm. if I really wanted to. Nigga, I fucked up. I got like 16, 17. I fucked up. Seven is Eve, uh-huh. not Ooh, Trina. That's who I forgot. Yeah, bro. my bad. Mm-hmm. So six that's is Missy. Seven is, seven is Eve. The Brat is eight. Rhapsody nine. Remy Montana. Young and May 11. Tink 12. Trina 13. Rod Digger 14. Snow the Product 15. I fucked up. Yeah. I even got I even got a fucked up. I just read what I wrote and I fucked up. Yeah, Trina getting kicked off the whole fucking list. 
Rhapsody's 9 to Eve, you 10. Sorry, Yo-Yo, you back to uh, honorable mention. <laughs> I don't know why you had Yo-Yo on there in the first I'm place. I'll tell you why. Because I, I feel like over the rest of them, like that was the queen of West Coast hip-hop for like a good five years. That's cool and all. Before but... Lady of Rage. And then her first album was like, shit went three times platinum. Shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's true and all. Yeah. But, you know, this is what it is, I guess. I mean. And then I, I had Gangsta Boo on there. Don't nobody know who the fuck that is. But that's the. Yeah, no, I've heard Gangsta of. Boo I ain't never listened to that music. Uh, three Six Mafia. Oh, okay. That makes, yeah, yeah. got you. And you didn't have Gene Gray on your list? I don't know who that is. Like, when I got to listen to it. When you do know who that is, your list is going to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your list is going to blow up. some people down. The 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 fact that you got Missy as three on your you got Missy as three too, huh? I, I got Missy. No, I think I had Queen Latifah before Missy. My my list. No, I had Missy. I had Missy three. My list yeah. after one and two was interchangeable. I, yeah, I told you that. It could it changed. I mean, cause her, she could flip flop with Missy. She could flip flop with uh, Queen Latifah or Nikki. Cause Queen quiet as is kept, she can she can creep up to two sometimes. She can. So it is what it is. That's what I'm saying. This list besides besides MC List. Light, who in my top five Yo. of MCs, period, she, she's in my top I'm five. She, she. Listen, all I know is Man. Uh, three through whatever don't matter. Yeah. Number one and two yes. will forever be MC Light, Lauren Hill. Can't, can't say forever. Cause we got Vay upstairs, nigga. We don't know what she go become. <laughs> true. true that. This true is that. true. <laughs> this this is very very true. But as of right now, it's one and two. It's one and two. Vay still got a rhythm problem. She got to work out. She she kind of you know what I mean her rhythm is like so half seasoned to, chicken. Oh, you right trying to say that oh, half no. cocaine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she got a hitch. In it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like Markel Fultz. Like, you know, he's number one overall and he was busting ass at Washington and he is he is number one overall material, right? Gets into the league, he had fucked his shoulder up and now he got that crazy hitch he gotta work out. That's fair. Half season chicken, my nigga. <laughs> now they talking about trading him, man. Nah, they ain't gonna trade him. You can't do that. You can't. You gonna fuck up the nigga and then trade him? <laughs> Damn. It's a cruel league, man. That is very true. But like I said, when it comes to the female hip hop list, mm-hmm. um, MC Light and, and Lauren Hill is hard to. Uh, I mean, people forget, man. Like she was in a Juice Crew with, you know. All these big cats, Big Daddy came mm-hmm. and all of them. She, she was the she, best person. Yeah, she was, she was with she was killers. Her own, man. Easy. Lyrical killers, not figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't, don't know. They niggas from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. We don't know. Big Daddy Kane could have been dancing and shooting niggas at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the shirt off, nigga, and everything. But yeah, man. That's that's our list. You might have a totally different list out there. Mm-hmm. Most people might not even know who the have fuck we are. even talking about. Really but you should at least do your Googles. And uh, I like saying do your Googles. I like putting the you S on the Googles. That's how you know you a daddy or two. <laughs> yeah, nigga. I'm trying to do the Googles. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. 
<laughs> you yeah. did six years in jail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do your goos, research some people, and um. You see, a lot of a lot of artists out now. You can see, um, a lot of uh, you can you can pretty much tell who influenced who. This is true. Oh. You said Trina, she an influenced her and Lil uh, Kim done influenced a hell of a lot. Yep. You Not had Little Kim in your damn list too, didn't you? No, I didn't. Okay, I was about to. I was, I was on. Even, I was on my. I was on Reba's album. I was on that one. So I was by myself on that one. I mean, she don't even write her raps. I ain't know that. Well, now you do. <laughs> do so take it off, I, nigga. I just deleted it. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. That's the thing with these uh, mm-hmm. with these hip hop topics, right? So do that. Do, do writing rhymes matter? Mm-hmm. I think it, it matters to the extent of like like look at Foxy, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't write all her. She didn't write. All her rhymes, but she wrote some of them. Yeah, she so, but she yeah. can rhyme. Like it's kind of a difference. Like we don't know what Lil Kim can do because, I, like, uh, well, she had well one one big hit, well two big hits without him. When Big was passed, mm-hmm. and it's like what Labella Mafia, and that was uh and then uh, that shit with Cisco. There wasn't no good at rapping. <laughs> <laughs> like she's all right. I mean, she got she got some shit. I will say, like, she not trash rapper. But she's close to it. <laughs> I mean, true. Her stage oh. presence is lit. But see, with with these also, it's how much, how much do you write and go mm-hmm. into it? I mean, how much does impact mm-hmm. going? Because there's a lot of people on the list that has well, there's only a very few like Nikki, Nikki, Missy. Like the say the good they reached the stratosphere. That good thing you said Nikki because like this is the thing was comparing albums and it's like Nikki album was fire, but I thought Invasion of Privacy was still better. That's what most people feel like, and it, but, it's like she didn't write that shit. But with with it's also uh, about stage presence and delivery too. That's what I was about to say. So so Nikki's album was fire. Mm-hmm. Invasion of Privacy was better. Mm-hmm. Right, if she won the awards at the Grammy, I don't think nobody would say anything about it. But one wrote it, one didn't. Mm-hmm. But this is also the thing. Like I mean, we've had this conversation before, even on this podcast. It's like it's kind of fucked up because, like, when you think about it, it's only hip hop that has that stigma. Because right. Yeah. In every other form of music, in every other form of like artist, well, being an artist, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like even poetry and being an actor and all this stuff, like especially being an actor. Right. That's why. I, that's why I say does it, it matter? Does it matter if an artist writes all their rhymes or any of their rhymes, like no. rappers, no. or or what? Because I don't know if it ever mattered to me. I only think the question came about. When all that Drake shit happened, and then now everybody wanted to stick to because th- this, this is- rapper didn't write rhymes, and this rapper, and we all know Drake do write his rhymes. Yeah, because this is the thing: Cardi B's mixtapes, right? Mm-hmm. She wrote with fire, and mm-hmm. then now you got this album where she she still wrote some of it, and it's like the album was good. It just wasn't all of it. Yeah, and it, this is the thing: like with a lot of like singers. Mm-hmm. 
most singers, like we look at the people who were seen as the greatest singers of all time, like uh, Aretha and all of them. They write that shit. This is true. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't matter. No. Doesn't matter if you write your own rhymes. Yeah, I think it, people have to, we have to, like, I don't know who who's who's like if there's like a hip hop board or something. But you got to come up with <laughs> <laughs> you got to come up with some merits to actually rank people to actually have a definitive ranking of how to rank people. It's like, all right, do you like you take into account stage presence? You could take into account. Uh, how they pop performers, but all that see like, that's the thing we can't put in stage I, presence because we just talking about your rapping ability. Rap, oh, rap, but that's okay. part of yeah. it though. It's how you deliver the product because I mean you got to think about it. Like Little Kim, right? Mm-hmm. She delivered it differently with him because he was leading guide vocals. Mm-hmm. Big was like, "You gonna say it like this? Mm-hmm. You gonna do it like this?" And the whole like hardcore is one of the most fire albums. From a female rapper of all time, mm-hmm. but that's that's Big's third album. That's basically what it is. He, that's his that's his album. It ain't her album. He he did all the guy vocals for that. He from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. He said, "All you got to do is follow me in the studio." That's all she did. And she she's on Taz's lips. <laughs> you crazy as hell, boy! You out your damn mind. Sorry, there is a shortage of everybody got everybody got their own yeah yeah their own requirements. So I'm just saying, Lil Kim is not on my list at all. The Cardi B won't be on my list neither. She's moving down like with every minute. She's moving down my list <laughs> to off. <laughs> this is the thing that I mean with artists who currently out like Cardi B and like Nicki, they can always move up. Nicki can. I don't know about I don't know. What's up? What's up? Ola. Yeah, I I just don't know. I, I don't mean, know. You know I don't know, man. It's just weird, and I don't think I will ever do a male ranking. I can't do it. I just know Jay Z is the greatest of all time. I mean, that should be too hard. It's too many factors, and then it's like I, I feel like got to split it up into errors. You would have to. No. You got to. No. No, you can't split up in errors. You want to know why you can't split up in wow. errors? Because lyrical ability ability is lyrical ability. Right. Hip hop is that, that's word the thing. driven. Are we putting it? It depends on what we using as criteria. There you go. Like I said, criteria. What's the criteria? Because this is the thing. I, Liber- I mean, because I mean, J. Cole's I, albums, his last, what, three albums but have see, gone? But see, that's the thing. It can't be. But He got lyrical ability. But all I'm saying is. He's an enigma. All I'm saying is. That stuff there, mm-hmm. the the numbers and shit, Don't should matter. never matter. But this is the thing, though. Like I feel like people like Jay Z, Nas, J Cole, Kendrick, they've done they've done the triple threat in a way because they've done the shit like in spite of mm-hmm. you know selling all these records, they still are dope rappers. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so if you put numbers into it, then shit's gonna get skewed. Right, so mm-hmm. if we just talking about rapping ability, that's lyrical, that's lyrical, that's flow delivery. If you just going off of those three things, if if you gotta put the motherfucker on the beat or not even on the beat, tell him rap right now. Mm. Are you gonna get? I don't, people gonna be so that's mad. What I'm saying, what I would say so because Pop wouldn't. Pop would be 
further down my list than most people. Yeah, think. I mean, yep. Pac, Pac's passion was better than anybody. Exactly, but he was number one. He in the passion. only. And people, I'm gonna say I don't give a fuck y'all, man. Nigga, fuck y'all. <laughs> he the only like legendary rapper who's had he'll have like dope albums with consistently trash songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you listen to his album, he got he, let's say it's 17 songs on there. Yeah, you, he gonna give you about nine bangers. He gonna give you about six trash songs, and the rest gonna be like medium. You gonna be like, uh, fam, I'm telling you, he had a, he had because he a made so bunch, much music. He had a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of great singers. Yeah, never had great albums, but that's hot five. There you pass. go. There you go. Man. And we are. People can say we East Coast bias all day long. No, nah, I love rap. Hey, I love I love West Coast First music, of all, man. But I love E40s though. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of people say you was trash for like an E40. <laughs> I don't care because <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I love anybody who makes up their own words. Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he made Sprinkle Me. How you can't go better than Sprinkle Me? This is true, but all I'm saying is, uh, it's got to be just on lyrical flow and delivery man all the other stuff is just bullshit that's also i mean but hip-hop also wasn't when it first came it wasn't about like the most lyrical content that's true but it evolved into that i guess it, it evolved into that and then that is like the fucking standard are you because that's the thing with other genres of music it's about the music it's not about what they saying you can have a rock song that have six fucking words in it, but motherfuckers vibe out to it because the guitar riff, the drums, mm-hmm. everything about it is fucking fire. But with hip hop is, what are you saying to me? Are you saying something? Are you going to say something that's going to touch my fucking soul? That's what that is. It's, it's in reverse. Us in the hip hop community use words to do what other genres do with music, music with instruments. We got to do a groups list one time. I'll be down for that. That'd be awesome. That would be dope. People piss me off with it about the lack of respect they give to to Red DMC and to uh, Wu-Tang. People disrespect Wu-Tang as a group? Because they be like, Get the strap. Uh, it's get, like, get the strap. It's, it's like, <laughs> like man, it's just Method Man, RZA, Ghostface, and Raekwon. Yeah. Nigga, those, first of all, it just is better than all of them. Let's just put that out there. Nigga. They just, I don't know. That, yeah, that's a topic for another day. Oh, no. But uh, let's keep it going with the shits. What you got next? Man, let's talk about um, uh, the ever-growing epidemic of uh, domestic violence. Um in the NFL. Oh. You know. Oh, we so we're gonna take it there. Oh, we're going there. We're All right. going there. So stretch first. <laughs> <laughs> we're going there. All right. So this is this is deplorable, man. Like some like I mean here's here's the thing about this, right? <laughs> I believe everybody should always keep them hands to themselves. And uh I always believe that, but I also know that there's there are times where, you know what I mean, two men just got to just swing it out. Put the hands on each other and then, you know, go get a beer after that. But um, 
in this situation though, like, but first off, let's give let's give some context to what we're talking right, about so, here. So with context, this topic came about because of Kareem the Cream Hunt. Hunt video. If you haven't seen it, um, you can go see it. I'm sure it's still online. Yeah, somewhere, TMZ. So uh, what happened yeah. was he was out one night and. He was out some, one night with some people. Allegedly, a uh, young white lady who was with them called him the N-word. And he got irate. Uh, uh, another woman and a guy was trying to hold him back as he went towards her. He went towards her. He kind of shoved her a little bit. Mm-hmm. They was they was holding him back and he kind of got his hands in there and shoved her a little bit. She kept coming towards him, then uh, um, like he went around something and then came back and then kind of pushed somebody and then knocked her down. Mm-hmm. And then while she was down trying to get herself together, he comes back, kicks her on the butt, and then goes back into. I got one thing the, to say with that. Story. The kick wasn't that hard though. It don't yeah. matter. This is the thing. <laughs> If I'm just you, saying. If he get that irate about being called nigga, he in yeah. the wrong uh, yeah, profession. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you really are. This, this is very, very true. To uh, me, the video don't. It's not a beating. Uh-uh. Like it, like it makes it seem. It makes it seem like it's a true domestic violence case, which is this is not. This is not the uh, the one. The Greg Hardy situation. That was domestic violence. Ruben Foster. Ruben Foster. That's domestic violence. Ray Rice. Ray Rice is a. a, a, That was domestic violence. Um, Ray McDonald. That was Mm -hmm. domestic violence. Uh, The kicker from uh, the. uh, Uh, Josh Brown. That was domestic violence. That that was more Um, chronic domestic. Yeah, Yeah, that that was was chronic. That was on some whole other shit. (laughs) Fucking uh, Alden Smith. Yeah. Domestic violence. But you know, the list goes on this, and on and on and on. This is also the thing with that, right? So it's like, um, you put grown men on the field every day to go against mm-hmm. each other to battle it out. You're telling them it's, to literally run through each other. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. going to happen all the time is that they're going to, this is going to be like angry. It's just what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But you have to learn like another way of channeling that anger. Like, because at the end of the day, like, at the end of the day, bro, you can't take your anger out on the female. Period. You already knew that wasn't part of the right yeah. like game plan. Yep. Yeah. And getting back to it, I don't think it was like a domestic violence case. I think it was just like an, an mm-hmm. it was a battery situation. Yeah. He should have never he shouldn't never let the emotions get the best of him. He's probably and that's the thing. It sounds like a bunch <laughs> of excuses, but the truth is the truth. Like yeah. you know they was inebriated. You know they wasn't it because And probably it, on both sides. Yeah, yeah. That's no, it is very much on both sides. That's what I'm saying. On both sides, situation don't happen right. like that. You know what I mean? Like it, it just don't. If you a little white lady, that should show you. Don't be calling people niggas. You know what's crazy though? <laughs> yeah. Like with that whole with the situation, you know, we say, Oh, it, like people like, oh, you're making an excuse that he was drunk or anything. But y'all never not no not saying, but I, I think people should drink it, drink responsibly. That's the slogan for a lot of alcohols. Right. Which I, I firmly agree that you should drink responsibly. 
But when it comes to it, like no one's ever like, oh well, we, we should we should blame the alcohol. We should blame the you know the, the companies, companies, yeah. the companies, you know. But they tell you drink responsibly. Yeah, you know anything that happens after that, it's on you. Yeah, I mean the blame the blame is on him. Yeah, easy. He's the one that got he made the everything decision. to lose, and and the people that was holding him back, mm-hmm. I'm sure was holding him back. Like, bro, you have everything to lose right now. And I'm glad he was man enough to say, you know, in all the interviews, I I didn't tell him yeah. the whole truth. It's I mean, not like the Ray situation where mm-hmm. Ray told him, this is what happened. And they neglected. And, I, and they went, all right, cool. And then he just got two games, and then the video came out, and then all of a sudden... Indefinitely suspended. Indefinitely suspended him. But then That's, he won his... and then. He, he you know, Ray wanted, sued him yeah. and then won the case or whatever. Yeah, I mean, because that's the that's a case of double that's double jeopardy. Yeah, like, you can't you like literally if you're gonna if you're gonna run the league like the like the federal government does mm-hmm. with situations with mm-hmm. criminal situations, you can't try a per, you can't try a person twice. Right. Well, you can't yeah, you can't try them twice for the same thing. <laughs> right. It also comes down to the fact that like the NFL they get scared. Like when they, every time they mm-hmm. see a video, mm-hmm. oh we, oh we, oh yeah, because it damaged their brain. Yeah. But the nigga, bo- the your, brand in the bottom, the the bottom line, your brand would dollar. look so much better if you had a plan for for these things. Like anytime, like they have a plan for when you use drugs, what's gonna happen? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why old boy retired today. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's about uh, Josh Gordon. Yeah, because yeah. he he know he failed that test. He ain't come back indefinitely. Yeah, he tried to jump. Yeah, I like, I like how that nigga tried to jump in front of the curves. Like, wasn't nothing bad was about it. He's I like, hate man, man, I gotta get up out of here because uh, my mental health. And, and I, knowing I, that he on his Kanye shit instead of going, but see, but see you know, I, it's gonna I'm, happen. I actually hope it is like legit mental things that he's doing. I know it's. I got in my just me. I think it's my, part of it. I think that might be part of it. Yeah. Um. But you know, I I think it he did probably fill a drug test and he knew he was gonna get called out for it. He was yeah, like, that's why I gotta did. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I mean I mean he did it and it was like But like, like everybody's like, dude, in a few hours he's about you know yeah. what I mean, it's coming out. So my thing about that is like, dude, if you fell a drug test, just say I fell a drug test. Like I've like you like I've been depressed. Nah, but I've been this and this and that. But okay, I cool. do think he deal with shit. I believe he, he does deal, too. He deal with shit every day because he can't he can't shake the monkey off his back. I mean, where okay, wait, how did he, like I don't know his like backstory as far as where he grew up and everything, how he was coming up. Nigga was selling dope. I know he was. Se- I know he was selling. I mean, he was selling five thousand dollars yeah. a, a week, some shit like that. I know he was doing weed. that. And and he just he just, was, that he was, just now Baylor's in Waco, Texas. Yeah, who who, who down in Waco? Who in Waco? <laughs> Who buy that? <laughs> this is the thing too. Um, like, I mean, he was just he just smoking weed and yeah. drinking, and you know what I mean. Any anything that was his vice at the time, yeah. that's what it was. It's it's like when you get a taste of the fast life, it's hard to shake it. Yeah. Nah, has he had any? Has he ever had any problems with concussion? No, I don't think she so. He played long enough too, right? Okay. But see, stuff like that. Like I think you know, it's a violent sport. You're under a lot of pressure to perform at a high, um, you know, high rate. It's a lot to deal with. If you don't have, like, if you don't have anything really constructive, positive constructive mm-hmm. to give your energy to, mm-hmm. uh, to help you cope, yeah, you'll turn to 
antidepressants, you'll turn to drugs, you turn to alcohol. It done, you'll turn to a lot of stuff yeah. that's really gonna damage you. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he got suspended so many times. Now it was indefinite. Yeah. But getting back to the Kareem Hunt thing. So, is if an athlete commits domestic violence, if an athlete, oh yeah, yeah, he do that. So, if Taz and Justin bugging out about the cat at my mom's and shit, that is fucking crazy. Hanging from, the, hanging, <laughs> hanging from the screen door. But uh, anyway, so that's crazy. If an athlete commits domestic violence, mm-hmm. right? Is that a life sentence? No. I don't believe it should be a life sentence. I believe due process, like you should serve like I mean, they have it set up to where it they it it's it's in there. Because in, 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 the, the in the NFL, what is it? It's like it's, it's six games. First first offender, six games. And then and then it's a year, yeah. and then it's a lifetime ban, right. right? So I mean, that's my thing, like we might you're gonna have people that are always gonna disagree with that. Mm-hmm. That's that okay. That's happened. That's but this is this is the NFL's policy, right? Like like it or not, this is what it is. But it seems like it seems like once it happens, mm-hmm. it's a life sentence. You got to understand, like um, demographic wise, women are well. Last year what was it forty five percent? This year it's like forty nine percent of the people who watch football. Mm-hmm. So it's like half. Of your fan base will be well, in a way, be affected. They mm-hmm. feel about this what just happened. That means if they want to boycott, that means half of your money is gone. Right. So they thinking about it financially, like we gotta cut this guy loose. Even though financially, for especially for the team that he played for, he was one of the highest jersey sellers. Uh, one of the he was the leading rusher, leading rusher, rusher last one year. of the. Uh, just biggest yep. stars of that team, so it's like you gotta understand the trade off might not. Might I got to keep that money coming in. Got to keep that money coming in. So we it's can just cut crazy you to me to think that that's a it's a life. Set. I, it I don't never, think it is. I it think be, I think it's a season sentence because people what, have him. Short, no, people got short time short term memories. memories, especially we in 2018, 19. Things I mean, changing. So, tell me what's worse. Mm-hmm. The Kareem Hunt video or Mike Vick running a dog fighting operation where they was drowning and hanging dogs. Vicks. Vic, easy. Vicks. But I mean And and with Vic, it was he served two years of jail time, mm-hmm. came back out, signed with the Eagles. Yep. And he literally did something worse. Yeah. But now it's But he served his he's had he had, he served time though. Okay. I so can... so that right there is like, oh he had the the go the criminal <laughs> That cat's tripping me out. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> the, the the criminal justice he he did he had to he had to serve his time. Mm-hmm. Once he did that I mean, that's it. That's the end of it. Like, 
So if you go to prison for something that you do, you you good to come back and everything. I mean, fine? I I think so. I mean, because what you what you want to do is, it's the NFL is a private institute, right? It's not public. It's private. So if if I'm an owner of a private institution, I can hire whoever the heck I want to hire. This is true. So if I see that like, he he went to jail, he went to prison, whatever he did his time, he come he's 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 good. He's he's showing remorse for what he did. Heck yeah, I'm gonna hire you because one, you can make me money. Yeah, I guess that's how they look at it. But um, I I just think it was an impul- impulsive decision on. The Chiefs part, I do too. I think I, that, I think they well, tried to jump ahead of the curve, and then did. and then was just like. But I think that now that they did that, he shouldn't be suspended when he comes back. No, he but will he be. will be. As soon as he signs on the dotted line, they're gonna be like, "You got six, six games." Yeah. I mean, how many games they got left in the season? That's two, two, two left. So hell yeah, he gonna. I mean, I but you know he four. ain't gonna sign no time. Ain't nobody nah, gonna no, sign. Nobody gonna. But nobody's gonna my, take his his the, sign him middle of the season next year. Here's the crazy part, right? So you have this video come out, and this is, and here's the thing, right? What the NFL has showed me is if it's video, it happened. Mm-hmm. If it's nope. paper or it's he said it's, she said it's hearsay, don't matter. Because what I would have done because. Ruben Foster has been locked up for the same thing, domestic violence, three times in a two-month span. The 49ers said, bye-bye. Redskins said, And the Redskins hello. says, hello. But he's still on the commissioner's exempt list. He's still getting paid. He's getting paid. This, this yeah. is the thing, though. Like, <sighs> if that was me, like, if I was the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the moment I would have found out about that, you would have been suspended six games. Mm-hmm. I would have did my due diligence be like, oh, I'm going to take you six. I'd have thrown an extra game in that bitch. I throw seven games. And then I would have had you for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. Because yeah. at the at the end of the day, and I would have made you go to counseling. Mm-hmm. I would have made you do community service. Mm-hmm. And we would have got out in front of it before yeah. it even happened. So, you see, you see, let me tell you what's crazy. Like, you didn't, we don't hear anybody talking about boycotting the NFL because of a domestic violence pact. No one, I've, I haven't heard anybody saying we're going to boycott the NFL for, for domestic violence. This is true. Now, there were people talking about, yo, we're going to boycott, uh, if Vic gets signed, we're going to boycott because these players are taking knees. Like, I mean, because. Like what's America been beating and raping women forever? Exactly, that's part of it. It's part of it's, if, it's embedded. So crazy, it's embedded man. into the soul. That shit is fucking crazy. So my thing, my thing about that is like y'all, y'all, we'll put so much on you'll you'll put so much emphasis on somebody trying to bring attention to brutality, but when brutality is actually happening, y'all don't want to mm-hmm. say nothing. I mean, yeah. Because it ruins their bottom line, and, and then the bottom line is the dollar. Their plan of action is never the things that will help it stop happening. Mm-mm. Like, this is my thing, especially people like Ruben Foster and all of them. Nigga, you got to do a year of mandatory counseling yeah. before you can even step foot in my league. Have to. But especially people like him, because, nigga, this is not a one-time deal. This is a chronic issue. Yeah. This is like 
motherfucker drinking alcohol. You beating ass. That's your problem. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, you need to go, or you need to go in jail let somebody beat your ass to see if that, yeah. that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, they really need to, they really need to set a precedent. Like, I mean, I I get, you know what, though? I'm going I'm to say this. I might not like the fact that it is. I would never tell a person, I would never say this man should never have, be able to work a day in his life. Because mm-hmm. now, now I'm just adding to one. I'm adding to unemployment rate. Uh, I'm taking. I'm saying that this man can never make money for himself to support himself, which means he's gonna have to rely on the government at some point. So my thing is, if he maybe depends maybe, on how much money. The, you the, know. Yes, depending on that. So I would never say no. This man should never be able to run a football again. I would never say that. Oh, if a team wants to sign him, both all due respect, be, they have the right to sign that man. I'm gonna say I this. might not like it, but. Hey, that's that's their that's their thing. And is it gonna stop me from watching football? Probably not. I'm a, I'm gonna say this, right? Every athlete, entertainer, anybody who mm-hmm. is getting money off of the will of another man mm-hmm. should always have a backup plan. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You should always this is know, very very true. You should always know that you at the will of another person. That's right. So you gotta make sure that you have a backup. Plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing, they always everybody always teach you growing up. There's consequences to every action. Mm-hmm. So you knew that what only like point one some point something percent of athletes get the chance to make it to the NFL, right? So why would you mess that up, right? By whatever happened, and I know shit happens, right? Yeah, I get it. Stuff happens. So you get angry. I get angry. You never know. Like something might happen, but I have to deal with the consequences of that. Right. Anger. Like find a way, find constructive ways to release your anger. Like I mean, boxing. Oh, your ass gonna be playing semi pro football, right? With, with little Jim Bob and him, right? I mean, you got like that's the thing. Like, it's teaching people to find constructive ways to get their emotions out. If you're angry about something, you don't take out your anger on another person. That's displacement. You take your anger out through something constructive. Whether it's like sometimes when I get angry, I have to go lift. I have to. You know, I mean, I don't really get angry. I don't. I rarely get angry, but if I do get like angry. Best thing to do is me is either go lift or go to sleep. <laughs> my, my thing is, right? You're a fucking football player. Yeah. Why are you taking your aggression out on this? You got stuff every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. like not yeah. even every Sunday. You well, practice every different. day. Yeah. You yeah. hit the weights every day. Why? Why are you beating up over and over? Because I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about people who one time instances is. It's. Significant others getting into it and shit gets out of hand. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about motherfuckers who constantly just hitting them, walk in the house and fucking just beating them. Oh, you ain't cook day? Cram. Yeah, like. <laughs> I told this. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, we trying to be serious. You put a cram in there? Dude, I'm terrible. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I'm. I mean, like what? the fuck is going on with you as you know what I mean yeah. like it's gotta be something mental going on I think they need, so they need mamas like I got I mean cause she roll up on that ass with the baseball right. bat oh I, you gonna beat on her I mean even beat with the you? the movie Concussion with uh what's the what was what was Willie, the what was Smith style. he was talking when yeah. the, the doctor that you know someone was CTE I mean what were symptoms heightened aggression you know depression uh, stuff like that. So I mean, football. Until I think that the collisions, because it rattles the brain. Um, 
it you know it alters your uh that shit like um what's that medulla oblongata that controls anger yeah so I mean maybe maybe his medulla oblongata is is swollen slightly I mean but this is this is the more thing angry. too like that maybe. shit is like gladiator sport from yeah. back in the day yeah mm-hmm. like eventually you're gonna have to eradicate it yeah it's just, I mean it's it's the same thing it's it's Roman Roman Colosseums you know. Just with pads, yeah, and you're not you're Little not killing each other. You're slowly killing each other. Yeah. yeah. Moral of the story is, NFL got to do better because yeah. you can't tell me the NFL couldn't have got their hands on that damn. Tape they they didn't want TMZ. to. They didn't want to. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like NFL, the fall NFL, they made. NFL got to do better and fucking players got and players got to do fucking yeah. better. I mean, I'm surprised that tape didn't disappear. Yeah, I'm gonna say this too. Not That's not in too. every case, but in a lot of cases. Some of y'all women gotta want better for yourselves. True. Period. Like, yeah. Like if I mean, I know if, it's not easy, but getting away from these. I mean, I know like the the glitz, the glamour, the money, and all that might look good. Yeah. Getting your ass beat is not a good look. No, it's not. I mean, that's true. Everybody, oh well, you know, he well he he keep me in Gucci and Prada. That's just all good. Keep you know, your like, ass what? In grave too. Yeah. I mean, what what's that gonna do? They ain't gonna help you out when you six feet under. And then when you find a good nigga like myself. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be you gonna be damaging shit, and it's gonna be hard for me to do what I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You fucking clown. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, what's the next topic? Um, all right. So it's this video. Uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Marcus. Uh, I can't remember his name. I know I, don't I remember his name, but he was talking about independent women. He was like. Don't know man, won't know in all the way independent woman. So independent women, like is that is that a woman who's independent, like like no, she depends on nobody for anything. Mm-hmm. Is that bad for a man or is that good for a man? There's no such thing. Everybody depends on I know what I'm saying. Something. Yeah, but uh yeah, and I that's what he was getting to in the video. What he was talking about was, you know. No man wants a 100% independent woman mm-hmm. who can just go out and do it for themselves because then the man don't feel needed. This because the, the man, the man's role has always been, I want to provide for you. I want mm-hmm. you to protect you. I want to do idea. everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be, I want to be the person who lifts you up as the queen that you are and have some type of, uh, have some type of dependency on mm-hmm. me. Basically, Basically, it was almost like he's weak. That's what the fuck it sounds like. It was almost like you know, what I mean, he needed the woman to what women has been doing for centuries, stroke the ego of a man. Mm-hmm. That's not what a woman is there for. This is I very think true. that's what people get mixed up. It's like at the end of the day, you want a woman to be independent, mm-hmm. just like how you're independent. Yeah, like at the end of the day, you don't want her to. You don't want no. You want her to submit to you. In the same way that you submit to her, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. over it's or under. Like mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like, especially I think being in a people hate when uh, especially feminists talk about the system of I never say the shit right, but patriarchy, whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> I never say the shit <laughs> right. But they always talk about that. I'm not gonna try to say it. Yeah, yeah you know, y'all don't know fuck I mean. But people <laughs> yeah. get mad when they talk about that, but it's true shit. Like if you look back. On it, women have always like been to the will of man, 
And it's like now we're in a era of women don't have to do that, especially women of color who have been significantly have to do that more than them. Like, cause only people forget in the past 60 years, women's only jobs like they could get back in them, them days for a woman of color was a teacher, uh, a nurse, like certain things like yeah, that. Yeah, now yeah, it yeah. has shifted tremendously. A corporate. And yeah. it's like, they can do whatever girl. you do, and most of the time, better. better. So yeah. it's like, she don't need you to provide. She needs you to lift her up. She needs you to be her, right. you know, her strength a when she needs Moral it. support. And that doesn't diminish your role as a man. Right. If anything, that strengthens it. Yeah. But you have to understand what your role is. Yeah. I mean, I, but I, a lot of men out here feel like, you know. That's what a woman is supposed to but do. See, and that's that's and society's that, view, that, and that goes exactly. back. That's a see. That's a that's a destructive mindset because now that says, I don't know. I want. I don't want to say slavery in a it sense. Is. It is. But it's like, yo, like let that let her oh, a woman. One thing that I loved about my my wife. My wife knew how to make a dollar. My -hmm. wife would grind to make a buck. My, trust me. If there was like, there were times where like she might have like her like because teachers' salary they get paid Mm -hmm. uh, monthly, I think whatever. Mm -hmm. So like there was some times where she was like, "Hey, I get paid next week. Can you help pay?" Yeah, this is when we were dating. You know, like cable bills due. I'm like, "Huh, here's the money for cable bill. Here you go, baby." You know. And then she get back to me next week. Ain't she sweet? Yeah, I, I am. I am. But, <laughs> That's why you married. Yeah. But see, <laughs> yeah, my, right. my thing is like, but I knew, I knew if she wanted to pay for the date, she got it. And I had to allow her to. Like, I had to like, I had to like really suppress my, my pride yeah. to say she got it. I mean, I'm very, I'm very much... And I love that quality though. I love that quality that she could take care of, that she I, could do it. I guess I'm I'm a very weird dude and y'all know my relationship mm-hmm. and people that know me know my relationship and a lot of people say, "Dude, y'all are just fucking weird because I'm very much in a old school uh relationship." You know what I mean? I work the wife take care of the home and kids, right? Mm-hmm. But it's never been one of those things where I expect you to do this, 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 right. this, and this for me. Yeah, it's not a, it's not that type of dynamic. So, yeah, like yeah. So you don't have that. You don't, you don't have that so, that old, old, old school mindset. Yeah. So like, like my, I, I guess in my mind when it comes to like my wife, it's always been. Um, I've always wanted to be, the guy who provided for my family, mm-hmm. right? Provided for my family, always there for my family. Everything that, everything that the. The man is supposed to be, right? Because that's all that's ever been taught to me. But I mean, there's others there's other shit that I saw growing up that could be put into my mentality, but I was just like, nah, this is not how you do it. Mm-hmm. But also in that same sense is I'm very much a guy to where if me and you have to be around each other all the time. And do things together all the time. That's boring. What are we doing? Right. Like you have to have your identity. Right. Just like I have to ha- have my identity. Right. Like my wife so, doesn't know how to change a tire. 
Okay, I can do that. That's no problem. My wife knows how to do everything on cars. I do not. Papa, that's why. Dude. <laughs> <Grandpa>. <laughs> yeah. Listen, like there's some stuff that I do, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like know how to work on cars now, but if you talk to my wife about cars, she know way more about cars than I do. But quote unquote, the man is supposed to know that stuff. You know what I mean? But if I go tell her to go build a fucking woodshed, she wouldn't know what a damn <laughs> fucking screw was. But 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 the thing about her is she'll figure that shit the Touché. fuck out. But how I see it is in a relationship, both people have to be mm-hmm. 100% independent. What makes yeah. you, what makes the relationship last. And the thing about it is what makes you, what you should want to even get into a relationship is mm-hmm. the the connection between yourselves. Yeah. Like, can I do with you what I can do independently? Mm-hmm. If you can do that, right. you don't need that person. You good? I mean, it's, it's, it's like this. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm two things. Like uh, the thing you said about slavery, mm-hmm. right? I feel like a lot of people don't realize that their mindset as it comes to relationships is not based on like what they want, but what society wants for them. Right. So it's like you got to understand society don't. If we gonna be off of society, you forget society done took our culture, mm-hmm. society yeah. done took our uh, took our religion and made it their religion. Society mm-hmm. has taken everything from us and and like warped it, warped it into their own view. Right. You don't want to live by society. You want to live by what and makes so. you and your household happy. Yeah. And the other thing is that, like, always growing up, my dad always told me like. I don't want no woman that's going to do whatever I want to do, right. whenever I want to do it. You want a woman that's going to challenge you, right. your ideals, yep. and you want somebody that's going to be gonna push your you. partner. When, you, when you're when you low, they're high. Like, yeah. y'all balance mm-hmm. each other out. So that's why I always say, I always I, 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 I respect the 50-50 viewpoint. I always say it's 100-100. Because there's some be yeah, some which, which Lane said yeah. when you said that in another podcast, he was like, Taz, it's still 50 50. Even no. if you call it 100 100, it's still 50 50, bro. I guess, but you know, because I like there'll be <laughs> there gonna be some days where she might be on 70, and mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta maybe amp up a little bit that extra 30% to get to complete her, yeah. Uh, you know where she like, and if I remember days where I'm I'm low in the area, she picks me up. I mean that's that's where it yeah. comes. That's where it comes to. It's always it's always about being. It's like it's like puzzle piece. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm this puzzle piece, and she's this puzzle piece, and it completes it completes the puzzle. Yeah. So basically, basically, when it's, you get into yeah. a relationship, you, all you're doing is ego stroking. I guess. Period. If you really think about it, because everybody's going to have good days and everybody's going to have bad days. It just depends on do you do you connect with this person Mm. enough to deal with that part of it? Mm. Because the good is always going to be the good. The good in a relationship is always going to be the good in a relationship. You always can strive in the good, but can you strive in the Mm. bad? Yeah. When you have to stroke your other your spouse's ego or 
Maybe I'm saying that wrong or whatever, but y'all know what I'm saying. When you have to mm-hmm. uplift your spouse, right? If you have to go live in that bad place with them to help them get through it. Bring some sunshine to it. To help them get through it. Are you willing to stay? Are you willing to leave? Mm. It's it's like this. Like I I always use my parents as an example because they've been together since 1979. Damn. They've been married for th- 32 years and on Sunday. Mm. So nice. it's like it's like this. I don't in my 26 years of life, I done seen it be the worst of the worst, where you don't want to go home, and I done seen it be the best of the best. But the highs have always outweighed the lows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my dad told me one time, and I'll never forget this, he always said, he said that his worst days with my mother were better than his best days sometimes with somebody else. Mm. There you go. And it's like, you got to find that person where it balances that. Mm-hmm. I think, like, women, like, um, especially those women who are self-sufficient, um, allow, uh, like, un- we we understand that you can you can provide for yourself, but if you allow, allow, your, allow your man, allow your man to, to, you know, treat you to the, those things. We know that you, we understand that you can. Allow like your you man said, to be a man? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, we understand that you can buy it. We understand that, and yeah. I, and that's and that's fine. We understand that, but I want to buy it, so allow me to do that. Yeah. Same and same with men. If your woman, if your woman want to pay for the date, allow her to pay for the date. I mean, then y'all can set stipulations. Because I know if I pay for the dinner, my wife needs a tip. You know what I'm saying? So if I cook dinner, my wife will do dishes. Gotta learn to pacify everybody. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's stroking egos. It's, it's stroking egos. That's all it is. I think it's still low key single because um, I mean I ain't really single, but I'm kind of single because I'm married. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. But yeah, yeah but right. it's because like I'm. I just really started learning how to compromise. That's it. Things. That's what it actually is. It's a lot, and it's a lot of things that I won't compromise on for my own like. And, it's, and yeah, there's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Things. There's and nothing wrong like, with that at all. A lot, a lot of times, it's like, especially in this generation of women, they see what TB tells you is that you gotta have money, you gotta pay for this. And don't, don't get it twisted. A nigga done had money since I was ten years old. I know how to make a buck, but I'm not gonna, I'm not about to pay for everything, nigga. <laughs> My mother always told me. She always told me, a bitch who can't make her own money. Ain't nothing but a dog who need to be out there on the street. If she God. can't do it for her, if she cannot do it for herself. If she, then what's gonna happen when you go through hard times? Right. What what, what are you gonna do? Because if you ain't got it, and I like it, to call women the B and, word, and she she don't mama words, and she don't know how to get it. It's you know y'all in the y'all in the y'all the rock not between a hard place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but if she know how to get, if she know how to get it, and you and you lacking, you good because she know how to get it, and she and she can maybe even instill in you. A little something that she know how to get that you might not know. That's the thing; it's all about learning. Yeah, yeah. being coachable in your in your relationships. Yeah, all in all, though, you both people got to be one hundred percent independent, but you got to want to. You got to want to have that connection with that person, and once you have that connection with the person, then it comes to compromise, what you're willing to compromise or not, and then. You know, communication and just being versatile in your relationship is what's going to make it all strive. 
That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got no words of wisdom. But, but I'm going to say this. To our listeners, uh, we've been doing this podcast for how many months now? We started back in what, June? No. When did we start? Just I think the first episode came out in August. August? Okay. Yeah. We've been doing this since August, guys. So we've been doing this for four, four months. Four months. Yeah. For four months. This is the last one for 2018. Um, it's been a pleasure to just like, you know, sit and talk to these fellas and just bring y'all into our conversations and looking forward to more to come 2019, better content, more exclusive stuff. Uh, to our listeners, uh, and just being more interactive with you guys. So I'm going to say some Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. We will see y'all in 2019. And that was another episode of Views from the Floor podcast.